Welcome to This COVID Life with Rabbi Dr. Levi Cooper, a special podcast series from Pardes, North America. For every season, there is a source. Join Levi, the Magid of Melbourne, as he explores these sources and new frontiers of Jewish law, practice, and tradition in light of the coronavirus. And now, here is Rabbi Dr. Levi Cooper. This is Levi Cooper coming to you from Tsur Hadassah. It is now time to wrap up this series on the Corona Kaddish Conundrum, where we have explored, discussed, and assessed the various solutions for those mourners who wished to say Kaddish, but were prevented from doing so due to lockdowns, quarantines, or other crowd-limiting measures during COVID-19. We explored ad hoc minyanim, pirate quorums, balcony gatherings, and various outdoor minyanim, whether they were in the backyard or the courtyard, the street or the sidewalk. And we discussed what long-term impact these gatherings may have. We then discussed Kaddish <coughs> substitutes, shades of Kaddish that mimic the original prayer, or replacement acts that suggest you can do something besides Kaddish. And we saw that these substitutes, while there are precedents, they were not widely embraced, and it's doubtful whether they will influence Jewish practice beyond COVID-19. We then moved to a third group of solutions, the workarounds that took one element of Kaddish and circumvented that element. We discussed quorumless Kaddish that avoided the need for a minyan, a quorum of people to recite the mourner's prayer. We then discussed proxy Kaddish, the question of whether someone could serve as a subcontractor for reciting Kaddish on behalf of the mourner for the benefit of the deceased. We then talked about catch-up Kaddish. Is it possible to recite Kaddish at another time? And we saw that that solution was not encouraged. We dedicated one episode to virtual quorums and how that, uh, that idea circumvents the need for physical presence. And I asked, might virtual quorums exist beyond the pandemic? Because they provide a solution for the immobile or those who live far from a synagogue. And yet, what might they do to the notion of community? Do they erode our relationships 
in a short postscript, we had a look at drive-by solutions, which we said were not appropriate for Kaddish. But I mentioned how the Catholic faithful in the Philippines conducted prayer services via drive-by priests. And I compared that to how in Beitar Elite they used that solution, the drive-by solution, as an ad hoc solution for Birkat Ilanot, the annual spring blessing over the blossoming of trees. And in conclusion, let me share with you a few thoughts. First, you may have other solutions that I haven't thought of, I haven't encountered, and if so, please share them with me so that I can learn and realize that there were other solutions to the Kaddish conundrum during Corona. Second, you may have heard my presentation and thought to yourselves, I would call each one or some of them by different names or group them differently. And that's certainly fine. The taxonomy that I have suggested is just a way of trying to organize the various solutions and present them in an organized manner. I'm not making a claim that the, that the structure is what's important over here. The structure just helps organize the various ideas. I also acknowledge that the story of Kaddish during Corona could be told differently. We could have looked at this tale and tracked which solutions were preferred by different segments of the Jewish community. What, to what extent was the adoption of a particular path dependent on movement affiliation or ethnicity or urban landscape or local government restrictions? Maybe I'll just acknowledge a few examples that will illustrate the path that I have not travelled. It appears that liberal communities were more willing to orchestrate virtual quorums. Rabbis affiliated with the conservative movement advocated shades of Kaddish. And balcony quorums were very popular in Haredi enclaves. Telling these stories and providing answers, robust answers, are important, but they require different research methods that are beyond the scope of this series. Notwithstanding the limitations of what I've presented, I believe that the map that I've traced tells an important story about the contemporary Jewish community. And I want to conclude with three points. First, the solutions often drew on existing, though neglected, textual sources. 
And this is emblematic of the ongoing evolution of Jewish tradition, a tradition that is steeped in text. The image that emerges from the array of solutions that we've discussed is that there exists a trove of rich sources. Those sources are lying dormant. They slumber. They hibernate until such time as they are called upon by the community. This brings me to my second point. Jewish ritual practice may not be as frozen in time as many people thought prior to the pandemic. Perhaps inertia and the gravitational pull of preservation over innovation have kept existing rituals in orbit. Yet our world has been shaken like a snow globe and particles are flying in all directions. What appears to have been settled is suddenly in a chaotic swirl. And as the shaking stops, the particles are left in suspension as they gradually float back down to ground. It's unclear where these flakes will land. And the tale or the final chapter of the tale of Corona Kaddish has yet to be written. And my final point, specific to the Kaddish ritual, despite the plethora of possibilities, it seems to me that contemporary jury has anonymously and unconsciously declared that Kaddish and perhaps other rituals must continue even during a pandemic. Simply put, mourners want to recite Kaddish in a communal setting. And they want to do that even when a pandemic is raging. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beat Midrash! Thank you again for downloading this podcast, a production of Pardes North America. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Be sure to follow A Shot of Torah on Spotify or by visiting elmod.pardes.org for the latest teaching from Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay healthy and safe.